situation room is under construction. Yeah. No cameras are on it because it's a secure area. We can go down there and party a little bit. Somebody leaves their bag. <coughs> it might not have been Hunter. I don't think Hunter would have. I don't buy. The, I don't buy it that there's not wasn't cameras on it. What I think for sure is whether or not Hunter left it or not. I think he's slipping again. And someone might, even if he wouldn't have left it, someone like Kamala might have planted it. That's what I more have been I, leaning at is that somebody, see, she might have like just left it there and said Hunter, like everyone's going to think Hunter is a pretty efficient cokehead. He does not leave his drugs sitting around. That's. I thought you said in his book, I haven't read his book. It, I thought you said in his book, he said he does. No, he, I was going to say, he does, he doesn't get in trouble for it. I uh, mean, yeah. He's, not, yeah, he's never got but busted. But he hasn't done it at the White House. Yeah, he has. When Obama was president, he was spraying coke in and out. But yeah, but he didn't leave it there. We wouldn't know if he did. Yeah, I guess people didn't care any back then. I just but now I, when you're trying to get the president out, I, I, the, or if you know that Hunter's slipping, which is dangerous because the entire DNC wants Joe to step down. Gavin Newsom's running a shadow campaign. Kamala Harris is ready to be the first ever female black president. You got a whole bunch of narratives. There's Gretchen Whitmore. We got Shapiro here in PA. I'm sure Buttigieg. What's his name? Beto. Yeah, the whole field can jump in. They're waiting. Mm -hmm. But Joe is refusing to give up that that crown. Because that's my other read on Hunter. It's yes, he might leave his drugs out. He won't get caught. And he won't take this as a warning sign. This man is driving us over the the ledge. And he knows the DNC can't pull. Like he knows that. So that's where the timeline here. Let me go through that one more time. We had the backpack for a week before our last episode. July 4th. Yeah. July 4th is when we get the C-SPAN video while we were recording. He's watching the fireworks at the White House. Clearly seems like something's up. We haven't seen him for a week since then. Him and Joe Biden have been completely disappeared. And Joe went to... Did you see him at the beach? Yeah. When he couldn't get his shirt off his head? I did not see that, but I saw pictures of him at the beach. He couldn't move his chair around in the sand? Yeah. It was uh, just a... when when you had a news story come out from the left saying that apparently working out is now alt right, that's just this whole exercise thing. Ever ever since RFK went outside of the Gold's gym, we're working out. Every single nominee has tried to show their feats of strength. Trump and Biden clearly being the ones that. What do you guys do well? Well, Joe went to the beach to sunbathe. Well, the world's on fire. We're trying to decide whether to let Ukraine and the NATO. Joe went to the beach. <laughs> okay. This is obviously already a bad commercial. Let's see him. He can't get his shirt off his head. He looked like one of those old ladies at a baseball game when it's raining and they're trying to get the poncho off. Mm-hmm. And he can't figure out where the arms are or the head is. And you just get stuck. And you're just watching him. This floppy, feeble 89-year-old guy fighting with his T-shirt. Okay, he gets it off. And he has to reposition his chair can't get that either all the while you're watching people walk around him they don't even know who he is like it's like there's not even you would think of a president's doing this you see trump going and getting uh the blizzards yeah but at, at <clears throat> you don't think there's sec- uh secret service all around they why weren't they helping him with his chair it was sad he needed help no oh. there's one of those you'll watch I mean, them had to have been there right i don't i think they thought this was how they show i mean i thought joe biden might have been had a back like I didn't even know if he's control of his faculties. Mm. So he took his shirt off and showed his, st- his very pasty stomach. And it's like, no, Joe, he's just sunbathing. Everyone else is showing how they're athletic. 
Joe's showing he can take his shirt off and he's not a robot yet. Wait, is that a common thing that old people end up not being able to just go poop normal? 89. Really? Talking old man. Just because they're old, they start like needing a bag on them? Why do, Why are our presidents so old? Uh, it, it, and that's it makes no sense. That's why I think instead of Politico thinking this is an alt-right theme that being in shape is somehow super conservative. I think it's more if you're trying to contrast yourself against a potential Trump Biden rerun. Mm -hmm. Look at all these athletic people we have. Why not just let them? Imagine if this race was decided by Joe Biden versus Donald Trump in one lap around the track. One 400 kilometer, anything goes. You can hit them. You can do whatever you want, but you want to run one lap around the track for the presidency. Who do you think wins? I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't know. I, I don't. Trump's a little bit bigger and Biden's like, older. I feel like out the gate, Trump will have him. I think Trump's going to. But I don't think Trump could make re Remember it. Corn Pop. Joe can get that. He'll, he'll be running with a chain around his neck. He's going to be playing contact sport. I feel like You Joe, saw him walk upstairs, though. He can't move up and down without falling. Joe's in good enough shape, though, where he can, like, kind of speed walk. And the Donald. Which one would try and run? Donald would start off trying to run because he'd be real I think confident. they both might. Yeah, Joe would jog. Remember, Joe's a biker. Yeah. He, sort of. He, he, is he a, tipped off his bike he's a, a, good bike. a year ago, too. So. <laughs> he bikes better than I do. <laughs> um, but so with the Donald, though, he would come out of the gate just running, and then he wouldn't be able to make it. I feel like he would be like, well, imagine him like exhausted. power walking hands but I on think, his hips. I think Biden can make like a speed walk that distance. But I could Biden. see him getting distracted to run the whole way around the track. He sees too, someone yeah. with an ice cream cone or he wants to sniff a little hair and he decides to just veer off the track. But Trump might be able to leave, like he might be leaving him that much room. I think Trump would trip him. You think? I think Trump would sprint ahead, stick his leg out, trip Biden, and then just power walk his way to the finish line. I don't think Trump could even power walk it. Look at him. He doesn't walk the golf course. <laughs> He doesn't walk anywhere. Where do you think he's walking? Ain't nowhere. He's got people driving him everywhere. He's driving on the golf course where he spends all day. That's right. Do you think he can't make the whole the whole uh, track? Did you expect him to know what a DQ blizzard was? Trump? Yeah. Yeah. Why? He eats like McDonald's and stuff. He eats McDonald's because he did McDonald's commercials. We've confirmed that Alec is still messing with it, but Alec's it's stuck at in his shit. house. Oh, okay, yeah. We've confirmed Alec has blown his plumbing at his house and is covered in shit. <laughs> I want to know uh, what the... What could it be? How do you end up with a mess after clogging the toilet? Like, clogging the toilet sucks. But for this has been hours. Hours. 6.30. 6.30, we got it. And a, it is hey now. Guys, what time um, is it now? 9 o'clock. He's still messing with a clogged toilet. And he claims it's a mess. Figured that was going to happen. We have plans to solve against this. We're just saying diner talk. How? Keep it waiting, folks. No, no. We need some diner talk. Did we talk about the you bear spray on the last episode? About what? Chris holstering bear spray around his ankle. No. <laughs> Oh, did we? I, I think you. I can't remember if you just mentioned that. To I don't. Me yeah, I kind of like it, normally. I'm just trying to give the most fascinating tidbits of the diner. Yeah, so you want me to give a quick recap? He strapped the. What happened this week? Um, have you been there this did week? Did I tell you he he swallows his dip? Yeah, you told me. He that. doesn't spit that. I don't think he told her. Besides, but oh yeah, um, <laughs> he doesn't spit. He dips. He just swallows the spit and the dip. 
And then he. <laughs> I wish Alec was here to. He, he turns to Alec in all sincerity. He goes, I don't know why I keep getting sick. I think it's because maybe I'm swallowing my dip. I was like, yeah. Probably <laughs> it. Probably a problem. Maybe the drinking, too. The drinking. Maybe could the drinking and the powder. That's where we're, with Hunter falling off at the same time as Chris. He can only do two drugs. Chris is, can't smoke. Chris is drunk 24 7, right? No, but like, when he's on Coke, it's. He has no sober period. No, not really. Right, I've never maybe, seen him sober. Maybe like 7 in the morning to 10. See, like even in the morning, he seems drunk. I'd say he's more hungover. Do you think it's hungover, or do you think he just never came down from uh, the drunk? This is a constant debate. Alec would have more of a. I don't spend enough time with him. Just the recent seeing the cocaina. How, I, how can somebody function like that? Can't. You can't like the one shift. Uh, one shift I was working, I just like when I was supposed to get the device to plug in. Yeah, I couldn't take him anymore. It just got to a point where he wouldn't stay in the kitchen. He was walking from table to table, trying to do stand-up comedy. <laughs> in his mind, he's doing the open mic, so he's testing his jokes all the time. So it's like he just, and it's like boom, he's just off to the races. He's telling jokes that don't make sense. He's just, I mean, it's totally inappropriate jokes from a cook to make to the person they serve food to. We're talking. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give me one of these jokes. What was it? I'm trying to think of. Like, how crude? Because he, he, like, someone, for our listeners. Someone like, said something that they were playing with their nephew, and he goes, that's illegal. <laughs> someone will say something about coming somewhere or something like that, and he'll just make a terrible, just some dirty sexual joke. But it's like he'll spit in your food as you say, and it, like, grab onto your shoulder, and it's. Uh, and these customers coming back no that's what I'm saying it's slowly each time I get a pity tip I get like a that's why I'm just cutting my shifts back I'll get a you have to deal with this every day and I'll recover it that's kind of like where I'm practicing my public like dealing with the public but this person's never coming back they just got their dinner in the show and if that's what you want but you're not going to pay $13 for an omelette and have a deranged you guys just drunk. need to start doing what the Dick's Diner does and put the Put the little hat on their head and just write a funny name on it and just start like we need shit talking. We need to do barbecue because then he'll fit right in. Chris's best skill is he is on time, always on time. Mm-hmm. So if we set it up as a barbecue, well, all he had to do is wake up in the morning. It's very impressive. Get everything started. Get back up at seven or eight. Move everything over into where it needs to be, and then we handle serving the barbecue. Chris isn't involved with the service part. I think there is a successful business model that could That's be done. a good idea. You just gotta you have to get Chris you just somebody has to have Focus a conversation with him, be like, Hey, if you still wanna work here, comedy shows going on, you need to stay the fuck away, dude. I, I'll tell you during the break <laughs> what me and Alec ha- have had a plan. I don't wanna reveal it now because I this this is on Alec to do it. So we'll wait to see. This is the next show he has. There's the diner talk teaser. There's a way that Chris has to be handled. Whether Alex is going to be able to do it, I don't know. He's now apparently, he got a promotion. Can you tell me right now if we pause it? No, no, no. Give it a couple more minutes. Let me get let me get the rest through Hunter here, and then we can do the rest can of the subject. Can pause and we just start back with Hunter? No, you no. You tell me. No, save it. Oh save my. it. Save it. Just save it. If, if there's, there's no, it. you probably could guess what it is. How am I going to guess what it is? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm trying to think why I even The diner is almost like a comedy show sometimes, you know? No, it is a comedy. It's a sitcom. Yeah. There's I think there's a show called Bull or Bear or something that's about it's an FX series about a kitchen. 
Well, you have like a Ramsey-like cook. You have, uh, what's the one? Lufafwa? No, that's the German. It's pretty wild. I mean, it's cool because, I mean, Alec just like kind of took a risk, but it seems since he went and got a job that. In the middle of the pandemic. It's harder than he thought it would have been. Actually, but we, I mean that's just life. We like, almost got chance. It's cool that he took a chance though. I like that he. That yeah. Was the donor. I, it's one of those. I just I just wish for his sake like he would have uh, thought it through. Like interviewed the chef. <laughs> we have the episode where it's one week beforehand, and it's like I didn't think I was gonna work there. It's like Alec, how are you gonna open without a cook? Don't worry, I'll find one. He found one. Mm. He found one. What that looks like moving forward. This person's in charge of our city's um, project development now, right? He's the head honcho. Greensburg City Development. Yep. That's what we we need him here to do this. Episode. Yeah, because we need to talk about his position. He just got. We'll get him. I'm basically the only other thing I had left with Hunter is the whistleblower situation. There's one person on the run and two whistleblowers currently being suppressed. For what? They're saying that the Merrick Garland and this Attorney General Weiss intentionally botched Hunter's investigation so that the statute of limitations has timed out with Burisma. It was seven years from 2015. We're in 23. The argument is that he intentionally pooched the kick. This is that play deal where all he got is the gun charges and a couple he didn't even get a fair violation but there's one guy that came out i'll play this during our advanced hunter episode we got a whistleblower that is in hiding somewhere in cyprus right now and he did a basically a 10 minute twitter video where he laid out a whole bunch of evidence but he also he's under the same investigation that paul manafort was under so he's kind of in hiding it's a lot to get into. The facts aren't settled yet, so I'd rather not. Let's give it a couple of days. This thing, we're going we're gonna to be learning a lot more by the end of the week that we don't know now. So I'm going to save some of that till we're ready to get into more detail. Is there anything else you have questions with the Biden administration? We're going to get into all other facets of culture and politics in the next section. Anything with this? I'm over the Biden administration. You can't. You you. That's the thing, Craig. You can say that the Biden administration is not over us. They still. They're not giving up. The deadline. Okay. The last I'll say. The deadline is September fifteenth to November fifteenth. If Biden is going to drop out, and other people are going to take his spot to be able to compete with RFK, who we're talking about in the next episode here is on the rise. They have to get him out now. So they can start getting these candidates' names on ballots. Right now, RFK is just rising, rising, rising. He went from fifty to one to ten to one in the month of July or the month of June. So that is numbers that we haven't seen that since Trump twenty sixteen. Where you had a candidate that everyone was going, ignore him, whatever, he's a populist. That's kooky. Listen to this soundbite. He's a nut. The, he he does every podcast. He's just stalking the airwaves. He's stalking the podcast. He's going on everyone, fundraising everywhere. He's on the rise. Biden's hiding. He's on the beach. He can't get his shirt off. He can't move his chair around in the sand. It's sad. But 
right now, most Democrats, I would say our audience, 50% thinks. My biggest question about the Biden administration would be, why would somebody who's 89 years old, 89, right, not want to retire? Because his family, Jill, Jim, and Hunter, can't make any money if he's retired. They have no skills. They're trading off their father is the final executive decision in all American foreign policy. So they can move their investments wherever they're at. We can't find them by now. Hmm. But as soon as he gives up power, Hunter might get arrested. Right now, Joe's Hunter's get out of jail free card. If they were to do anything to him, if they were to actually bring charges, Joe can just pardon him. I just don't understand why you'd want to be the president, though. I don't think he. I don't think he does. I think this is outer. You abuse. could just. They already have money, though. So like, he could just power. Zuckerberg has things. money. Bezos has money. Elon has money. They want more money. There's at no point that these people, they're insatiable pots. They just want more and more. There's at no point where Hunter's going to go. I'm happy with where I'm at. He wants absolute power. I think Jill was on the same level. I think Ashley and Jim are too. I think Joe is just, I feel bad for him. I feel like he's just, he's willing that he's been willing to be the front guy for 50 years. This is what he does. He makes errors. The media doesn't care because it's what he's always done. So this is just outer abuse. Why don't as far any as of the politicians do any of the politicians ever just retire like early, or is it always like into their eighties? I never really paid attention. I would have to that. go back to Lyndon B. Johnson when he realized Bobby Kennedy was going to after JFK was assassinated. Mm-hmm. Lyndon B. Johnson took over as the VP. He realized he wasn't going to win the next primary. JFK's brother Bobby and Eugene McCarthy was the original stand-in. We're going to win the nomination. He just slid out. What did they do? They assassinated Bobby. And they put in Hubert Humphreys. Guy got beat like 49 to 1. Richard Nixon gets in the office. So what do they do now? I don't know. I would say if Hunter's actually slipping, fentanyl. Wouldn't it be unfortunate if the if the president's son OD'd on fentanyl? That would be a good cause that the Democrats could rally behind. So you're thinking that the team... If he's slipping, I'm surprised he's made it this far. Right now, Hunter is the most successful drug addict in, world, I feel in like world, that, world history. But that would, that would hurt the DNC, though. Why? They can pick up a pickup charge against fentanyl. They can double down on a war against China. They can get aggressive on a Mexico policy. They can rally this as my. This is a cause they can finally get behind. This is a big issue with a bunch of young people. Just say, but they could have. They could. The DNC could have taken out, taken him out with fentanyl three years ago when his laptop was showing him just consuming drugs from anywhere on the planet. We're gonna see. I would say after that Fourth of July. You don't think he has a tester? I'm sure he has a tester. I think he. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you can. The depending on your level of addiction, you could just ignore that kind of thing. I could say, as long as let's say Jill and Joe knew, and it was like, okay, Hunter, you you can do coke, but you have to stay in the White House, and we're going to test it. We're going to take control of it. How long do you think that's sustainable? Until he decides he doesn't want the Secret Service watching him do drugs anymore. 
He wants to slip back out on the D.C. streets like he did when he was VP, like he did when his dad was senator of foreign affairs, like he did when he was at Georgetown, and just go put on a put on a mask, put on glasses, and get a little crack. I don't, I can't, I can relate to certain levels of addiction, crack cocaine, I cannot. So it's like this kind of pool. I know Joe Rogan said in one of his episodes, this said on this, on one of his episodes this week, that Hunter reached out to go on his, go on his podcast when he went on the book tour. Russell Brand said the same thing this week and they didn't take him seriously. They're like, I don't want to get, this was after the whole election. He put out that book. Why didn't he do it? He he put out which that, episode did he talk about this one? The la, the very Tom Segura, Tom Segura one. Tom Segura. Hmm. It was probably an hour and forty minutes. This is in. what sucks about listening while I'm working. I miss a lot of it. You, you, uh, the only reason I like I said I, I specifically heard that on Russell Brand mm-hmm. the day before, and I think it was with Tucker Carlson, and he goes, "This was right after January 6th. Joe Biden just became president, and the and Hunter put out his memoirs, and it was like, huh." I don't know if I want to touch this. The only interview he did was Jimmy Kimmel, and he mm-hmm. did an ABC, like a 60-minute type interview. That was completely patty cake. He did something. He did three. There was a third one that was also, if he did went on Rogan, I was, at that time, in my mind, if I could have just found out he was doing that and give Rogan questions, be his friend, be his friend, jump him with this. Who knows what he was willing to expose himself by putting that book out. Knowing, remember, when he put that book out, he was under legal investigation. Any lawyer would say, don't put out something incriminating. You want to put out a diary at the same moment Congress wants to call you on Capitol Hill and question you? I can just read from your book and tell me is this true or false. It's one thing to say a laptop that I was all coked up. Can't remember anything that happened. I was on drugs that's evidence it might be i can't testify for it a book you published this i'm just reading what you said you said your dad knew about barisma a year and a half after he was president you're saying there was no communication between you two at any point you admit to it in the book there are ways to hit him i don't know why they're not doing that mm. i'm very confused at that angle are, of it are they allowed to bring the book into the invest like Devin, is that uh, evidence Devin Arch yeah I don't know cause like isn't hip hop music like if they're rapping about crimes it's not you have to get the person they're talking about and currently Devin Archer has been sitting in jail for a couple years in mm-hmm. the next couple weeks he's supposed to testify hmm. so that's just something to keep an eye out for him Devin Archer and Hunter at one point were good friends best friends that changed. Devin got thrown under the bus. He's been serving time in prison. Hunter has been living the life of a rock star. Keep an eye out on this, I would say, folks. What about the chick uh, off the Hunter topic? The chick who uh, wants the transgenders to be able to play women's sports. Megan Rapino. The one who's about to retire. Megan Rapino. I think I got that in the next. We can talk about that now. Yeah, she's announced she's retiring. Because we only did 24 minutes. We need a longer episode than that. She announced she's retiring and she would not mind if biological men that (laughs) identify as trans women can play in female sports. After fighting for equal pay. So after all this time, she's been, her whole issue is women's sports need to be paid the same as male sports. Now that they got them even, 
males are going to be... Are they even? I don't think they're really... I don't know if... I. And maybe in America... There's no way they can afford to pay the women I would the say, same way they pay the men. I would say maybe... They don't make enough money. I would say maybe American Olympic soccer players, they can pay equally. Like I, men's and women's. They don't... Are we have, that competitive in the American... Like we probably do better in the women's. The, no, the men's, they draw like more revenue. Just the te- the TV contracts are bigger. Everything about it. In, in America? More people watch it. You don't think there's... I, I have no idea the market's... Like I know that's why... I just figure I hear their name more. I know more female soccer players than I know male. The the male team goes to like the World Cup and stuff. And they never win. <laughs> All the other countries don't win either. One country wins. It doesn't yeah, happen that often. I know. America, but in basketball, America but they wins get every the, year. But they get in the tournament. In baseball, we win every year. But in do soccer, we we're not even a top 10 team. Do we win baseball every year? They do two different tournaments, but I think we're pretty competitive. China doesn't compete with I'm us. I'm sure China, Japan, South Korea, Cuba, Dominican Republic. I'm sure they all have good teams. But America, I, I don't think we are a top ten. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm speaking out of my ass. I don't know. I if assume we're, that our players probably make less than countries I that are really good. I can't name one American soccer player. I can't name any. Right I can now name either. Megan Rapinoe and Alex Morgan from the girls' team. And I, they, they win. They're yeah, a dominating team. I don't team. follow it. Because you don't follow losers. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to so follow it. So like all the great soccer players are coming from South America and Europe, there just aren't good American soccer players. We're not good at it. Guess what? We're, just like there aren't good European football players. American football. There aren't good Mexican football players. Football is a North American sport. But that's not put in the Olympics because we win every year. Like, imagine if you had football in the Olympics. <laughs> Who, which, what country would compete with us? <laughs> it's just a, it's a uniquely American sport. Hockey, New, New Canada, Zealand. Russia. I bet you New Zealand would be able to put up a team. The one time America put up a competitive hockey team, we made a movie about it. It's a miracle. But it, ever since then, no, it's but, Canada but and our, Russia. Or no, our, our hockey team, but American our, hockey sucks. But isn't the NHL one of the bigger leagues? In bigger leagues. Like, is Russia's... Like, uh, when you're comparing, like, the NFL to can- Canada's, they have, like, a NFL yeah. version, right? No, no. I'm Are talking- we that? We're not that to them because some of their... No, uh, there's no like, difference. we're the bigger There's no difference market, between right? USA hockey and Canada hockey. There's probably as many Canadian hockey players. There's probably more Yeah, I know, but there's Canadian more U.S. Russian teams, than American. There's more U.S. teams. Yeah. So are you Why are there no there teams Russian? in Russia, though? I think there, there is a league... That people play in, that it's just not as competitive as the U. That's the Amer. I guess not U.S. The American version of the league, Canada, U.S. There's, I, a, there's I a number like, of your northern European. So the U.S. doesn't and, produce the best hockey players. You're saying, but no, but, was, but we watch it the best. North America has the biggest hockey league. Yeah, yeah, so, but that we're we're relying heavily on Canada in that regard. So they just watch our networks, like our teams. Wait, they have, I think, what six teams in Canada. Probably twenty four in America, seven twenty three. Isn't it weird like that. that we're in the country that everyone seems to like pay attention to? For now, or do you think a lot of that's propaganda? I think it's a lot of the news that we consume. I think we didn't spend any time here discussing the whole war in the Middle East in Ukraine. France is on fire. Netherlands is getting rid of their prime minister, the longest serving European prime minister. That country, that continent is on fire. 
But we got plenty of stuff to be distracted at around here. But it doesn't matter to us. At first it doesn't, but if Europe becomes unstable, they're our number one ally. And then if it's us in unstable Europe versus Russia, China, India, Brazil, the Brinks, I don't know how, how threatened the petrodollar would be. That This is not my area of expertise. I just know that the petrodollar is what has ensured American dominance for the past 40 or 50 years since the gold standard change. If all of a sudden a new currency were to take our place, that's why I'm a Bitcoin fan. I like decentralization. I like RFK stance on that. I think that's the safest place to store your money right now. I think the U.S. would still be the most dominant power. If you listen to Biden this last time we heard from him, we have no ammunition. We're sending cluster bombs to Ukraine. What does that mean? A cluster bomb is essentially one big one big shell full of a bunch of different live ammunition slash bombs. So you shoot it up into the air and it breaks in the middle of the sky and a cluster of different bombs fall down. Some of them explode, some of them don't. They cover a wide area. The reason why we accused Russia of a war crime when they use them is because not all of the ammunition sets off or detonates. So what will happen is what we say is up to 40% of Russian cluster bombs don't go off. So for the civilian population, even after the war's over, you could have a family farming and just some guys on his tail. He goes over just some bomb that didn't get caught off on this first cluster. Boom, they're dead. You could have a kid playing hide-and-go-seek. Go and pick something up. Boom. Explodes in their hand. It's just considered gruesome warfare. This is just not caring about life whatsoever. Just make the ground inoccupable. So whoever's doing that, it's like normally you're considered a war criminal. We get away with it. We're one of the three nations that has decided that that's not a war crime. We, so we just do whatever we, whatever we want. What to me it looks like is this is the last – what is happening right now with our military is we're about to make an AI upgrade. It's all of our technological systems are in the process of being hyper-advanced. We're dumping off old inventory to Ukraine on the taxpayer dime. We're giving it to them for free. All of us are going to pay Raytheon and Lockheed Martin and all these different weapons industries to, vol- to donate, to put the blue and yellow flag in your Twitter account, get all that virtue signaling out. They can't win. They have no chance at winning. Our logic is the the longer this takes, the more annoying it is to Putin. And for some reason, all we care about is making Putin's life a living hell. <laughs> How that helps us, couldn't tell you. This is 30 years of neocon policy that hopefully we're going to undercover once we look start looking more into the laptop. Until then, we just sent a bunch of cluster bombs to Ukraine and Joe Biden's talking NATO. And the only thing to tell the audience, if you remember, like the reason why we had to move into what we chose to move into war in Afghanistan and Iran and Iraq is because they're NATO countries. That's why we said France and Switzerland and all these other countries we're about to admit. If we accept Ukraine as a NATO country and they're at war, we have to send American blood to defend Ukrainian soil. And I don't know how many people from either party are willing to do that. I don't think anyone is. Lindsey Graham is, Joe Biden is. 
That's cross-party. You got like 98 to 2 in the Senate right now to keep backing this war. So if we can't think of a way to vote this out, as I said, we just threw a bunch of junk. We threw fireworks, 4th of July, a bunch of fireworks to Ukraine. Old bombs. We, we can't do anything with them. Remember, this started as we were saying precision striking and missile interception. So we can precisely strike and avoid hitting a school and just hit the terrorist. We have a way of catching bullets in the air. What are we doing now? Cluster bombs. Just shoot it up. Fire as far as possible. If it hits something, it hits something. If it doesn't, hopefully it starts force fire. 